0: That's right, it is Free Talk Live, and you are free to call in and talk live here on Free Talk Live. That's why we called called it that. It's the name of the show, it's Mark with you. And Melanie. Please feel free to call in and talk about whatever you want, but we do bring in things to talk about here on Free Talk Live. We call it show prep, and Melanie, apparently you brought in a doozy today. Millennials value Sex over politics.
1: Other way around.
0: Politics over sex. Yes. Politics over sex. That's that's crazy. Uh, that part's crazy. Well, yeah. it's
1: sane. Um, sane.
0: All right. Then tell me about it.
1: Yeah. So basically, they surveyed. First off,
0: a- poor millennials and everything that gets blamed on them. But all right. Well,
1: yeah. So we uh we kill everything, I guess. And um, are you a millennial then? Uh yeah, I think yeah. it starts at eighty one.
0: I am uh, Gen X so you know I I I just sit here and uh, watch uh, the baby boomers blame the millennials.
1: Yeah, we kill everything, you know, um elevator operators, uh phone <laughs> those people that s- stuck the things in the phones. Flip, fo- flip phones? No, the uh the people who like connected the lines. Operators, yeah. Operators, yeah. yeah.
0: But I'm just saying flip phones have been killed off too. Are millennials responsible?
1: I mean, I guess, but I mean, drug dealers still use flip phones. Drug dealers and really, really poor people.
0: I'll take your word for it.
1: And paranoid people who are like, I think the NSA is somehow can't listen and can't listen to my phone calls on this flip phone, but can track me on a smartphone for some reason that never made sense to me. But I've met some people like that.
0: Yeah, they probably think that they can, uh, you know, not be tracked or something.
1: Yeah, if you have, a, if you carry a GPS in your pocket with you everywhere,
0: then you're probably going to be tracked.
1: Probably going to be tracked. And if you talk about being tracked, you're probably more, even more likely to be tracked. <laughs> probably. Yeah, so apparently now we're we're killing um indiscriminate promiscuity. I don't know that we're killing promiscuity, just the indiscriminate kind. Okay. Because <laughs> you could still be discriminately promiscuous, I guess.
0: Yes, I suppose you could. So well, t- tell me about it.
1: So basically they surveyed a bunch of people from... They pulled data from OkCupid and they also surveyed people. Okay. Um. And they asked them, and it's not even a majority. It was just an increase. And basically they asked people, would you prefer your partner to, if you would only pick one, to agree with you on politics or to have better sex? And... If
0: you're already having good sex, what difference does it make?
1: I don't think it was better than now. I think it was was like... Where did they phrase it?
0: We'll we'll read the article. Let's uh, let's start there.
1: Politics are becoming increasingly more important to young people when looking for a potential romantic
0: partner. Sure, they have all that college debt, so they need socialism to bring in what they call socialism to, to come in and wipe out the college debt or something.
1: Anarchy will do that too. Then there'll be nobody to pay it back to. <laughs> Just the <a> thought. <laughs> if you're if you're a socialist and that's your reason, there's no DOE. You you don't owe it to anybody. Uh, but having fireworks in the bedroom isn't, according to reported data from OkCupid, between 2016 and 2018, the number of millennial women defined by Pew Research is those born between. Nineteen eighty one and nineteen
0: ninety six. Well, frankly, a women's opinion on sex is the only one that matters anyway, so go ahead.
1: Who prioritized dating someone with similar political opinions then then having good sex increased from twenty seven percent to forty two percent the dating service found, according to the New York Post.
0: Well, it's probably getting harder and harder to find a good liberal man though.
1: Probably not.
0: No? You think they're turning? I. Women tend to be more liberal than men, right? Typically, that's, yeah. That's the statistics. So there's only presumably enough so many liberal men to go around for so many liberal women.
1: There's also a lot of men who will just like be liberal because they think it's going to get them laid.
0: I'm relatively certain that there's some large double-digit percentage of ethnic men who just lied about who they voted for in 2016. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm pretty sure they just voted Trump and said they voted Clinton.
1: Most people who voted for Trump lied anyway because you don't see him being supported but he won, so
0: Well, we'll see how that goes the next go round. <laughs> At this point, he's not going to jail.
1: He wasn't going to jail anyway. He's no, the he sitting wasn't. president. What this is silliness. Yes, the
0: idea that the sitting president was going to somehow be found guilty of something is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah.
1: An increase was also noted in millennial men with the amount increasing from 23% to 30%. So not as big of an increase, but... I mean, this isn't even a majority. Like, they're complaining that we're not indiscriminate enough. And this isn't even a majority. 42 is close to a majority, but...
0: Well, I didn 't pick my wife based on her political opinions now, being a libertarian and we got married in two thousand and five started dating in two thousand and three you know this is all pre ron Paul, so the idea of just finding a libertarian woman doesn 't make didn 't make much sense back then but i didn 't pick her based on her politics i um, you know just over time listening to my argu- arguments and arguments uh, i should shouldn 't use that term um you know frankly it was me asking her her opinion on what points i should make on the air so um you know from that standpoint she argued herself into it
1: yeah women are also more malleable about that kind of thing i think um I mean, i'm not suggesting anything about your wife but as a group men kind of and especially anarchist men I understand why an anarchist man would... What is an
0: anarchist man?
1: <laughs> a man who is an anarchist. Okay,
0: all right. Can we use the term libertarian for, uh, okay. when referring to me? So
1: I understand... Well, well, I, I just specifically before that said, not you specifically. All right. <laughs> so um, I understand why a libertarian man would settle for a woman who is not a libertarian because you really don't have a whole lot to pick from. Uh, but even women who identify as libertarian, they're more LP than anything else.
0: That libertarian party, yeah, yeah.
1: So I understand that it's suboptimal, and but I, when I look at that, I'm more like that sucks for that guy than I am. Why would you do that? Also, knowing women are more malleable as a species, do you have anything so to back that up?
0: Because I, I mean, I'm scared every, the, the the idea that women are more malleable, and they certainly aren't a species. Um, what uh, you know, the, I, I I I tend to agree with you that it makes sense to me that they would be um, more flexible on their uh, you know, preferences as far as...
1: Uh, oh, I guess not more malleable overall, but more um, as far as what their partner is. So I guess I can look it up during the break, but if they marry a Republican, they're more likely to become a Republican if they... It- than a man would be if he married a Republican or a Democrat.
0: I, I, I tend to agree with you. I just don't know if you have anything that, uh, to back yeah, it up. I'll, I'll look so, it up. for instance, if you would have asked my wife in 2003 before she met me if it was at, at all likely that she would end up married to an office-holding Republican, she would have said, absolutely not. Right, like her family were labor Democrats for as long as she could remember. She'd voted Democrat every election, and you know all that stuff. So the idea that uh, that would ever be the case is, you know, completely antithetical to her belief system. Now, um, you know, she,
1: well, if you ask anybody if they would do a thing be- before while they, do they were the doing thing. the opposite, yes. they're probably going to tell you no. Right, that's not surprising at all. But then when women do the same thing, when women are when a woman libertarian goes and finds herself a statist, I'm like, why would you do that?
0: No, they certainly don't need that to. That doesn't
1: make – you don't need to do that. They have all you the... have a less success rate in converting him after the fact – what are you doing?
0: Yeah. I would agree with you, yeah.
1: But, yeah, so – but then if you're a Republican or a Democrat, I don't see how you have trouble finding the same person at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of surprised that they don't have, like, Republican date and Democrat date out there. They probably do, but – they're certainly not as well known as things like Tinder and um, J- there's J-Date. Or maybe they just right don't
1: out. need it because it's so um, like people who have a lot to pick from who are socially and uh, socially qualified, whatever the opposite of inept is, don't necessarily need those sites.
0: I don't know. I haven't dated in in years. Uh, 855-450-3733. Melanie said lots of sexist things. Which one do you disagree with? (laughs) 855-450-FREE. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You are free to call in and talk live about whatever's on your mind. This live edition, it's Mark with you. And Melanie. So if you listened last night, you got a chance to hear Mark Skousen, the the economist who puts on Freedom Fest every year. And if you didn't, by the way, you can go to archives.freetalklive.com. You just go there and uh, look at the date. So last night's show was... March the 24th, you just look for that. Or you can search Mark Skousen. It's it's a pretty versatile website. You can find it there. Um, But at archives.freetalklive.com, we have episodes that are going back for more than a decade for free for you, by the way. Archives.freetalklive.com. And... If you're interested in going to Freedom Fest, this is a great, an incredible event. So Penn Gillette's going to be there. Uh, they're going to have you know big names again this year. I remember I've seen Donald Trump there. I've seen Glenn Beck there. I've seen uh, I've seen uh, Steve Moore and. Um, You know, all kinds of economists speak. It's a great event. And also uh, lots of uh, big investors. So if you're looking to do some networking and that kind of thing, Freedom Fest is the place to go. All the big names in the liberty movement are going to be there. And it's it's worth the event. So you can see the five biggest speeches from last year. If you go to freedomfest.com slash FTL, that's freedomfest.com dot com slash F-T-L you can go there and purchase your tickets too but if you're on the fence, this is worth it this is worth just going to see freedomfest.com slash F-T-L let's go to Peter, calling in from uh, Washington Peter, you're on Free Talk Live what's on your mind?
2: Yes, um, I just wanted to talk about the whole Russian uh, uh, report that came out yesterday essentially saying that gee whiz Nothing happened.
0: The Mueller and, report.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, and I think what's important to really take away from this, especially as libertarians and perhaps Rothbardian anarchist libertarians, is to view what what the state did, and what they did was they came out with a fake, phony story about Russia meddling in our affairs, while neglecting the fact that we've been doing what they uh, charged. Russia with for more than 50 years and we're doing it again in Venezuela.
0: Yeah, on a high level. I mean, Russia. if more. Russia paid for some memes to be put on Facebook, that is small potatoes compared to what the CIA has been doing in uh, other countries. Not to say that Russia's not guilty on a whole bunch of different levels of meddling in people's elections and just frank, frankly subjugating people, but I mean, the the, the sin that might have occurred in 2016 is no sin at all compared to these two countries getting involved in other, other countries' business for decades.
2: Right. And, and moreover, um, we do had groups like the Atlantic Council, a think tank uh, that's funded by, by NATO, by the Defense Department, by essentially the military-industrial complex, a lot of those companies. And they were um, going after libertarian conservative speakers I think they went after even Ron Paul um, in his uh, in this show that he has. Um, essentially, they went after people who were sane, who were saying, "You know what? This Russian thing is nonsense. You know, don't believe it." And they targeted them. They shadow banned them, um, meaning that if they posted something on Facebook for some reason, like their followers or their audience couldn't see it. Therefore, of course, any donations that were uh, possible just didn't happen because of that shadow banning and most importantly um, we see the power of the state when they um, when they can throw anyone in jail and we saw that with um, I think notably with uh, Roger Stone you know some some innocent old man went to jail over a nonsense Russian story um, if that isn't tyrannical um, I don't know what is
0: well, I, I mean, they're just saying that not necessarily Trump colluded with the Russians. They can't prove that Trump did it. Not that the collusion didn't go on, right?
2: Right. Yeah. But I mean, uh, that, you know, I, I think if we use a uh, you know logical um, analysis here, there, there's no way. I mean, if, if 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 that were true, then Russia would have a vested interest in and 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 propping up the dollar, and, and they don't. They've actually dumped all U.S. bonds. They're, they're buying gold. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're in contact with, with China and Turkey and Iran and India. Uh, they all want to dump the dollar. Even the European Union wants to dump the dollar because we, we sanction everyone and, and, and we create incentives not to use the dollar. And, and so I really do think that this whole Russian thing was a bunch of nonsense. Um, I do think that there was collusion. But it was on Hillary Clinton's part, and was well. I, I wouldn't too.
0: propose to know this. Um, I like, I don't have any uh, internal knowledge of what's going on as far as uh, you know what happened with Russia or what didn't happen with Russia. I've got to take whatever's uh, spit out by the media as much as anybody does. But um, what I would say is is that the idea that w- what what is being purported that Russia did is not very big. And secondly, that the idea that anybody thought that the president of the United States was going to go down over this is
1: delusional. Yeah,
0: it's delusional. I mean, like this is the most powerful position on the planet and he wasn't going to go down. And if you think you've got that kind of power, you need to sit back and think for a second. That's not how this system has worked. That's not how any system has worked up to this point. The political systems have always favored the rich and powerful. Over the poor and middle class, but, I mean, you know, by, by the rich people's standards, everybody in the middle class is poor. By the, But the poor and the, um, you know, the, the, the unconnected, the, un, the people who don't have political connections, they never, never get to run the political apparatus. They never have. They never will. You can, please call in anyone. The number's 855-450-3733 and tell me one time in history— when the poor and middle class have actually managed to run the government. I've tried to think about it exhaustively. Don't expect it to be easy, because I, I don't have the most limited uh, knowledge of history here. eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Anything else, Peter?
2: Yeah, uh, I think that the fact that you mentioned the media, um, it just something came to my head. Um, I think we all know that the media, they lie to us, um, and this goes back. For years notably in uh, 2001 uh, anyways um, they clearly lied about this russian nonsense they peddled this um, i think there was a video of rachel maddow even crying um about this they say scenario. that she came
0: near to tears i listened to the video i didn't really um i didn't i didn't watch every second of it or anything so i don't know if she came near to tears or not but i didn't i didn't she wasn't bawling she wasn't weeping
2: right but uh, again this just shows you um the establishment, you know, yeah. they were all in this, um, and it's quite sad that they think we're all idiots or morons. The,
0: the, uh, do they have any, is there any good evidence that they're wrong, right? Like, the people have been putting up with this notion that these people who we have always thought this, these government, the, the government, right, that's just people, uh, we've always thought of them as liars and thieves, and somehow uh, everything they do is okay, because we need laws, and without the military, we'd be speaking German or some crap. These are goons, thugs, idiots, lunatics, killers, and thieves. That's what the government is. 855-450. Thanks for the call, Peter. 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Free Talk Live.
3: The Bitcoin.com wallet is a simple and powerful, full-featured wallet that allows you to send and receive Bitcoin, BTC, and Bitcoin Cash, BCH, with anyone, anywhere in the world. It supports both single and multi-signature wallets and is available in multiple languages. The Bitcoin.com wallet is available on Windows, Linux, Mac, Android, and iOS devices. Use the Bitcoin.com wallet to buy, send, store, and receive both Bitcoin, BTC, and Bitcoin Cash, BCH. Learn more at wallet.bitcoin.com. That's wallet.bitcoin.com.
0: talk live you are free to call in talk live about whatever's on your mind we're talking about this uh, article that apparently millennials value their uh, romantic partners politics over good sex and of course somebody called in about the Mueller report which is uh, on people's mind so i it doesn't surprise me i can't say i know everything about the Mueller report I was just unsurprised when it came in and said uh, that uh, there weren't going to be any further arrests, and you know that because basic- you
1: can't arrest the president, so this is all foolishness in the first place.
0: Yeah, I just well, I I don't know about can't. But they weren't going. That basically there wasn't enough evidence to uh, to in, indict the president or whatever the the heck they were saying. And I just don't think it's likely to. Uh, to I, I just didn't think it. I was like, duh, that was that's what was going to happen. That's what I've been saying all along. So to me, it was just confirmation to what I had believed up to this point. Let's go to the phones. Got uh, Matthew calling in from Louisiana. Matthew, you're on Free Talk Live.
4: Yeah, Melanie, this uh, thing you brought up. Uh when you started off the phone, uh, uh, well, when you started off the show, is I don't ever really think women women have been promiscuous at all. I remember when I got back from Japan about the only thing that I could reconcile myself with, was there supposed to be some kind of a sexual revolution happening in the United States? It wasn't there. I didn't see it. (laughs) Okay, well where
1: A, where in the United States did you go? And B, what what time frame are we talking about?
4: Okay, early seventies to um basically um oh my god, freaking idiot just walked out in front of the roadway. Well, you're uh, in Louisiana.
0: Louisiana.
4: <laughs> right, right. And that's where I was. I was in Louisiana. Okay. So uh, so you went rolling. to a
1: highly conservative area of the country. I mean, the U.S. is like a third of a continent. And you went, like, just after this revolution? I mean, so, like, what... And I'm not sure what you're comparing it to, but, okay, so compared to now, maybe that wasn't the case, compared to the 1940s or the 1950s, I mean, people weren't really sleeping around at all, and then when they were, they kind of hid it. Like it wasn't yeah, just a normal I, thing to sleep with five people before you got married. Like, it-
4: I, I'm just curious because I really strongly suspect that women's behavior when it comes to sex is more controlled by the limbic part of their brain as opposed to, you know, the other parts of their brain. Well, Men's too, but women's is, they're more concerned about other things than just, obtaining immediate gratification well yeah
1: i mean we have more risks but you can look up the stats of like number of lifetime partners they're not they're not as bad as some people might think because you know you might have met somebody who's you, you see these people and you're like oh i've slept with 27 people i've slept with 53 people it's like okay that's really horrible but that's not everybody so that's gonna kind of
0: hear that yeah, folks if you've slept black, with 27 many... people you're horrible <laughs>
4: How many people are bragging just to make themselves look like, you know, something that they're not?
0: You probably get that. Probably not many many women.
1: Yeah, you probably get that more from men than women.
4: In high school, there wasn't a guy in high school who hadn't had plenty of sex. Mind you, it was all in there. Yeah, But, yeah, we do know one guy for a fact that had sex, and that was the high school quarterback. He knocked up three girls. Okay. I mean, that was the proof.
0: Well, I'm sure you regretted it.
4: <laughs> well, he, uh, yeah, he, those paychecks he got from the Canadian Football League, they gone.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, they would be taken care of. I, I, You know, when I would agree with you that uh, when women, uh, if we're going to make generalizations here, I, I, I guess that's what we're talking about. We're talking about sex. Can't talk about uh, sex without talking about genders. Um, when women say that they value politics over X, good sex or whatever. In this case, uh, in this article, it's good sex. Um, I don't think that they can follow through on that statement necessarily. Um, It's hard enough to find somebody you're compatible with. Once you sit down at a date, you start talking to somebody, you like them, you don't like them. And then once you like them, then you'll make a lot of excuses about whatever it is that might not be uh, you know, that great about them. And Well Yeah. Obviously.
1: Well yeah, I mean that's possible too. It might just be that every everybody's lying. I mean, that's we don't we can't we can't control
0: for No, that. I don't think they're lying. I think that people don't know what their motivations are. So when you ask them what their motivations are, they're going to come up with things that they consider to be more um socially acceptable, uh, more virtuous than in fact what their motivations actually are, right? If you ask guys what they're looking for in a woman, at least mature guys, uh, what they're asking for, what they're looking for in a woman, they may give you a whole variety of things that sound great. But it may not, in fact, be what they're looking for. There's a lot of divorces in America. Uh, half of uh, you know what half of people are divorced, or I don't remember what the the statistic is, but it's half yeah, of it's, something.
1: It's half. It's been declining pretty rapidly. And then the way the <laughs> way those numbers count, so somebody who got divorced 30 years ago still counts as divorced. If and you look at the recent divorces, it's a lot lower. What happens it's closer to like 30?
0: What happens with people like my dad who got divorced like five times?
1: then it depends it on which statue you're looking with? up
0: what's that matthew
1: it was hard to live
3: with
0: apparently <laughs> thanks for the call ciao 855 450 3733 it's 855 450 free that's the problem a guy like me who's been married one time and never divorced uh is you know there's there's somebody out there like my dad who's been married five times he's uh, passed away now but uh, so I guess he doesn't count but got married five times so yeah and they do count times, marriages
1: actually. rather than people so if one guy gets married five times then they're gonna say that four out of five marriages end in divorce right you can also look up stats though for how many of those are first marriages and that number is really low
0: yeah I would say that that's a much more interesting fact is how many first marriages fail? Uh, as opposed to you know anything else but yeah, some people need to d- you know try it and at uh, 19 and you know give it a run for a year and a half and say oh, I can't live like this and then try it again a decade later and it'll work I mean it does I, I've met plenty of people like that sooner or later sooner or later the last relationship yeah, you had and they just
1: weren't yeah and I just I have a friend who who did kind of that, but yeah, they just weren't an adult yet. But
0: There's a new study out right now. I've got the show prep for it. In fact, it says that uh, now um, psychologists are saying that people don't become adults until they're uh, in their 30s, uh, according to the scientists, whatever the hell that means, uh, bbc.com. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so then because I back up my sexist statements um, from the Inquiries Journal- which is a journal for social sciences, arts, and humanities. Uh, this article, the effect of marriage on political identification, t- 2010, volume two, number one, page one slash one. I guess that means page one. I don't know. By Shirokel. One of one. Struber. Uh, another theory that addresses spousal influence is Becker's joint household utility theory. This theory of party identification implies that both the husband and the wife will vote on the basis of the husband's economic interests can two thousand six. So yes, that what I said is a a thing.
0: What's what's the likelihood? So like two out of three or something. Usually that's what they're they're talking about when they're talking about statistics like this. I mean, if it's just fifty six percent, it's hard to uh, get too excited about it. But sixty six percent, you're talking about some uh, kind of statistics. Say well, obviously it isn't one hundred percent of the time, right? <laughs>
1: well no I mean nothing, nothing in we're, we haven't gotten that far in, in neurology or psychology right. to, to predict with that kind of accuracy well we don't
0: want to have that kind of accuracy good lord that means just, you know yeah, no,
1: that'd be really creepy but <laughs> we don't we're have not choice there, anymore so.
0: well I, I uh, yes I guess I'm unsurprised that uh, men and women tend to vote based on the economic uh, benefits to the the man's paycheck so there you go What do you think? 855-450-3733. It's 855-450. Free as in freedom. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You are free to call in and talk live. On this live edition of Free Talk Live, if it is between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time, whatever day it is of the year, we are here on Free Talk Live, live for you. I want to tell you about Fork Fest 2019. You can start planning now to attend Fork Fest 2019. Join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, libertarians all here this summer, June 20th. 13th through the 18th, for ForkFest 2019 at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is, you know, it's a camping party in the woods. And you're invited to come and create whatever experience you'd like others to have. Or just come and camp. That's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, I guess the experience I'd like people to have is is I'm going to be broadcasting from there. It's forkfest.party.com. It's a dis- it's decentralized. No one's in charge. It's just you coming and camping. And if you want to give speeches or you want to do things, it's great. Forkfest party. You can go there. You can find uh, more information. The unofficial telegram chat, uh, the Forkfest forum, Forkfest party let's uh let's get back to this uh is there more in this report about uh, apparently women um uh, well i guess it's every millennials is what they're calling it but oh,
1: more so women but yes so yeah. women are up to 42 percent and men are up to 30 percent
0: and, and what 30 percent of what what is the of, question
1: of men and of women would seek out someone who has similar politics rather than someone who would have good sex
0: Good sex, that's right. Okay, so politics better than sex, according to millennials, or something.
1: Well, it's not no sex. I guess you still get bad sex. I don't know.
0: Right, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, I really, I don't know. I didn't
1: specify. People would
0: have to uh, would have to have had good sex in order to determine what good sex is. Yeah. Um. I mean, I can say that I was in a relationship where um I. Thought the sex was going well and that everything else wasn't, and I did not do everything to keep that relationship afloat. So um, maybe I would fall into this category. I just didn't feel like it was a a full, complete person. Didn't have it wasn't wasn't an adult ready for adulthood. I guess.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on what your um control group looks like yeah, which well. is gonna vary wildly from pers- sure, to person sure there's lots of people
0: that uh, you know <laughs> they're gonna be on these dating websites they've never had sex at all other people who are pretty good at it i guess
1: yeah so then um, additionally the company found that placing more value on politics than what goes on under the sheets isn't a new trend since 2004 which was the year I turned 18. Okay, Cupid's data I was not on there. <laughs> the year I turned 18, but I did turn 18 that year. Okay, Cupid's data shows that the number of young people who preferred to date along party lines increased by 165%. Meanwhile, the amount of people who placed a high value on having a fulfilling sex life decreased by 30%.
0: So that's a so it's the, the that's the percentage increase, not the percentage of people who answered the question. Obviously, yes, yeah. Well, I guess um, I mean, you know, I think it's kind of amusing that they ask the question. I think it's amusing to think about people, uh, you know, dating, um, looking for these things. But I, I mean, I I'm don't not see surprised,
1: why, especially if you're one of the two major parties, like. That why would you add that complication to your life? Like, I wasn't going to marry a statist. Why would, and, and anarchists are harder to find. I, I I think that I would have settled for a minarchist, as long as they were like an actual minarchist, not just like, oh. You're going uh, to have to define
0: these terms for people. They're not going to know what you mean. Yes. What you're saying is is Classical
1: liberalism. A,
0: a libertarian and uh, versus somebody, sort of a libertarian that believes in small government as opposed to no government.
1: Yeah, so somebody who actually wants to shrink government to a minimum, you know, roads, fire department, court system, and that's it, versus somebody who's like, oh, yes, I'm a, I'm a minarchist because I want to legalize weed. Like, well, no, you, you just want to smoke weed. That's not a political identity,
0: actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that you can – I guess this is a question for the audience is can you determine much about a person – that you would be looking to date based on their politics. Absolutely. Is their politics being similar to, you, to yours important in that way? Um, so, for me, I knew... Like, I just, I'm vain, right? Like, I I believe in me, and I knew that I was going to be able to convince anyone, because I, I believe in the ideas as, uh, of liberty as I represent them, so I figure I could convince anybody who I'd be in a relationship with. So, I don't tend to push these ideas on friends and family very hard. I'm I not, don't
1: push any conversation on anybody that they don't want to have, unless it's a conversation about how they have to pay their bill. Right. So... Because there's no point to that. If I just go around and I'm like, hi, we're going to talk about anarchy today. And they're like, I really don't want to. That accomplishes nothing. It annoys (laughs) them. It represents anarchy as something that is annoying. And it does me no good because I'm not converting them. And I'm not even practicing debating or anything like that because it's not a debate. It's just me yelling at them.
0: I'm not sure that anarchy could be really represented as anything but annoying. We are so uh, socialized in uh, Western Civ to think of uh, uh, anarchy as a bad thing that even using the term I find uh, pretty unconvincing, at least on a general scale. If you're sitting there and having beers with somebody and you're like, hey, I bet you never knew I was an anarchist. And then you go on and talk to them. Maybe you can convince them. But... Uh, I'm, I'm not sure under too many other circumstances that the term just uh, makes people think uh, so like cars yeah. on fire, uh, people throwing Molotov cocktails, people with uh, bandanas over their faces, you know, that kind of thing.
1: I'm also okay with being the bad cop because we have way too many good cops, but I don't typically open with that if I'm just in a like normal human situation. You get them to trust you or at least, you know not think of you as an insane person, and then you bring that up later. Um, hopefully, they'll bring it up later. They're probably not going to bring up anarchy later. But they can. They will probably, at some point, ask you a question to which a responsive answer is, I'm an anarchist.
0: Well, at some point or another, that's, uh, that's probably true. Well, um, as far as this goes, I guess the, the audience I'm looking for the answer to the question is, do you think you can figure out things about your prospective mate Based on their political party, so um, you know, for instance, I, I mean, there's lots of good people out there that are Democrats, and lots of good people out there that are Republicans, lots of good people out there that vote for the Green Party, you know, and people that don't vote at all, they don't think about these things. To me, I wouldn't look for that. I'd look for their value set. What kind but of per- character tells do they me have?
1: Something about your values.
0: So. But uh, a lot they, of people would never even consider, like, 50% of the population doesn't vote in a presidential election. So, do they have no values? No,
1: so that's that part is kind of less important to me, but your political beliefs overall, not even necessarily, you know, the letter behind your name. But for most people, that's what it's going to be, because most people adopt one of the two main ideologies.
0: but mostly they do- adopt that ideology because of one reason one issue' what their parents were Well that may, that may be it but usually they've got one issue that, that turns them so like I've got gay friends and you don't like my gay friends if you're a Republican. Right, like they haven't thought about this, they haven't considered it. They don't. They they haven't spent any time looking at this stuff.
1: Well, then that tells me enough right there.
0: Well, it doesn't though. I mean, it's just it just shows that they're not interested in this subject enough to learn more about it. That's all. Um, you know, I mean, if if somebody goes and votes because somebody told them they should, that doesn't make them a good or bad person. They think it makes them a better person because they're supposed to go. You got to rock the vote, right? Um,
5: but.
1: Yeah, so if, you know, somebody disagrees over whether sales tax should be 8% or whether we should have property tax instead and put sales tax at 0%, that is that does not really tell me much about that person really. But I don't know, it's also the case that my what people would consider my political ideology is also my the the main part of my moral system
0: well and that's and how it is with libertarians true, and that's why free talk live is a um, is, is a is an outreach of the Shire Free Church it's ministry because we're actually purporting a moral philosophy as opposed to uh, just another radio program telling you to vote for some particular political party I, I'm here to tell you ladies and gentlemen voting for a political party is not a solution to anything
1: yeah so I don't know <laughs> if that's as true for Republicans or Democrats but there's there's moral problems that I know would come up if I was married to a Democrat and there's moral problems that I know would come up. If I was married to a Republican, so I don't see how mixing those would work.
0: Well, if your philosophy is good enough, then you should be able to convert them, right? The number 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-free as in freedom. Or you can use the Discord lines. Uh, Just go to discord.freetalklive.com. Download the app there, discord.freetalklive.com.
3: Did you know you can legally exit the U.S. federal income tax system? Well, it's true, and thousands of American nationals are doing it. The 16th Amendment and the Internal Revenue Code are legal, but only in a limited jurisdiction. This is the basis behind the voluntary nature of the income tax. Learn the exit strategy provided by Congress. Find out more by visiting WeissParis.com and watch our numerous videos. That's W-E-I-S-S-Paris.com.
0: Kicking off the second hour of Free Talk Live, it's Mark with you. And Melanie. You can call in and talk about whatever you want. We were talking about some report uh, previously that says that millennials value politics over Good sex on dating sites or something like that, and yeah, you know, I think we pretty much talked that one to death. Uh, obviously, we talked about the, uh, the the Mueller report that's on people's minds these days. Uh, I guess I'm unsurprised by the whole thing, but I've got an article here from the BBC, and this is somewhat related to what we were just talking about. It says people don't become adults until their 30s, scientists say. Have you ever been told to grow up in your 20s, or you need an excuse as to why you still find cat videos on the internet really funny? I find cat videos on the internet funny.
1: You can pay your bills and also laugh at cat videos.
0: Yes, you can do that. Uh, Well, now you might have an official reason as to why you're not acting like a mature adult. People don't become fully adult until they're in their 30s, according to brain scientists. I don't know. Yeah, that, that
1: doesn't really sound like something a brain scientist would say.
0: <laughs> um I they prior to this they were saying things like 25 uh, that they...
1: Yeah, I remember 25. When I was 18, they were like you we hate you cuz you're not 25. I was yeah. like, "Well, I hate you too then." And then when I turned 25, they were like, "Oh, we like you now." I was like, "F off." <laughs>
0: currently uh let's see people don't become fully adult until their thirties uh currently the uk law states you become a mature adult when you reach the age of eighteen Sta- scientists- the uk
1: law does not state that it grants you certain it probably grants you contractual rights yes age of consent the right to leave your parents' house i No, the UK law does not state that you become a mature adult at age 18. No,
0: it doesn't. Scientists who study the brain and nervous system say the age at which you become an adult is different for everyone. Well, that sounds accurate, and I don't think anyone would disagree. Research suggests people age 18 are still going through changes in the brain, which can affect behavior and make them more likely to develop mental health disorders. Professor Peter Jones from Cambridge uh, University said. Uh, is what he a
1: brain scientist? He too?
0: must be, right? Uh, otherwise, why would we to be talking uh, about him here? What we're really saying is uh, that to have a definition of when you move from childhood to adulthood looks increasingly absurd. And I would agree with that. It's a much more nuanced transition that takes place over three decades. I guess systems like the education system, the health system, and the legal system make it convenient for themselves by having definitions. When you reach 18, you can vote, buy alcohol, uh, get a mortgage, and- No, you can't. What's that?
1: You can't buy alcohol at 18? Oh,
0: this is uh, BBC. Okay. Um, And they're also treated as an adult if you get in trouble by the police, which is pretty important- Right, we it's here in the United States. So what they'll do is is that you're a juvenile unless you commit what they call an adult crime, and then they'll charge you as an adult. But if you're over the age of eighteen, they never would like you get caught spray painting. They're not going to charge you as a juvenile because it's juvenile crime.
1: I've never seen any state that works that way. What do you mean? So they usually have a cutoff, and then there's also usually a range where they can argue about it. So. It's like, okay, well, at 17, you're an adult, and from 10 to 17, you're a juvenile, unless we deem you an adult.
0: Right. Well, how can you deem an, a juvenile an adult? Because they feel like it?
1: I mean, basically.
0: Yeah. It doesn't they have make to any prove,
1: sense. Allegedly, they have to prove that you have the mental abilities of an adult, which...
0: How could they possibly do that? Everybody can't. knows that uh, you know, 14-year-olds don't have the mental capabilities of adults. I mean, it's it's frankly ludicrous. Let's see. Going on. Um, Despite this, Professor Jones says he believes experienced criminal judges recognize the difference between a 19-year-old defendant and a hardened criminal in their late 30s. That's typically true. I think the system is adapting to what – well, there's plenty of people who are in prison, at least in the Florida state prison system, uh, who committed a crime when they were 16, 17, 18, 19 years old who will never see the light of day. So
1: Yes, and I'm not advocating for the the criminal system, but I think that overall judges will be like, okay, well, you're 19 versus I've seen you five times, you're 30, quit doing this. Yeah,
0: judges uh, may may, uh, note that difference, but judges really don't have much sway in sentencing anymore. And the ones in, in in the cases that they do, they're incentivized to give, or at least at some point in the recent past, were incentivized to give uh, heavier sentences rather than light ones. Uh, I mean, you know, the the Florida system went from a a, a gain time system where people would do ten percent of the time they were given to a to a system where they had to do eighty five percent. Like that doesn't solve crime. That's just a reaction to a bad legal system, an already inefficient legal system. Anyway, going on here. Uh, by the way, if a, if, a, if a young lady has sex at 14 or something, whether she's an adult or a, uh, a kid, it doesn't change the consequences of her actions. You know, whether she, no. <laughs> you decide whether she's an adult or decide whether she's a kid, it doesn't change those consequences. She's still going to have to deal with a pregnancy. I think the system is uh, adapting to what it's, uh, what's hiding in plain sight. The people don't like the idea of a caterpillar turning into a butterfly, he said. I don't know what that means. Uh, there isn't a childhood, then an adulthood. People are on a pathway. They're on a trajectory. Jones is one of a number of experts who are taking part in a neuroscience meeting hosted by the Academy of Medical Sciences in Oxford. Yeah, I mean, this seems like pretty clear statements, uh, Melanie, you're, you're above the age of 30, right? Yes. So did you think at 25 you were thinking the same as you are now?
1: No, and I don't think I'll be thinking the same I am in five years that I am now. That's just a statement that people progress. It doesn't have anything to do with when you're not an adult.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, I I tend to, uh, you know, I've always sort of accepted this notion that uh, people uh, become adults at about twenty five. Like, you know, that the stuff that's going on prior to twenty five looks a lot like not adulthood. And the I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to make your own decisions or anything like that. It just doesn't look like what I would call adulthood. Obviously you're responsible for your actions. You're responsible for your actions whether you've hit eighteen or not. There's not much evidence that you're not. You're gonna you walk out in front of a bus, it doesn't matter if you're twelve or thirty three.
1: So if you're going to say that 18-year-olds are less experienced than 25-year-olds, well, yeah, obviously that's true. To me, the more relevant question is, does it still benefit you to have someone else, you know, be controlling your life? And in an incredibly small subset of people who are ultra-wealthy, that is probably the case for the overwhelming majority of humans on Earth. It does not benefit you at 18, 24, 16 to still have somebody who can, you know, tell you that you can't have a job, move out and eat cereal for for lunch if that's what you want to do.
0: I find it interesting that 18 year olds are considered, uh, you know, that honestly unprepared for the world and And people do consider that. I do. I certainly believe that. Um, you know, we don't give them the right to drink, but they can sign a contract that puts them in the military for six years. They can sign a uh, a contract that puts them into debt for college for a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, these are some pretty serious um, situations that we allow eighteen year olds to get into. And I kind of feel like they're being preyed upon, in many cases, by people who are not 18, who are helping them in these circumstances. Now, I would agree with you that yeah, you probably don't need a lot of people, uh, you know, making decisions for you or whatever. Uh, You know, when you're 18, that you're you're the best person to make decisions, but that doesn't make you good at it.
1: Well, and so these people aren't. It's kind of it's kind of like comparing what we have to some ethereal utopia. You have to compare what you have to what the alternative is. These people aren't all going to college over the objection of their parents. They're going to college most of the time at the strong suggestion of their parents. Their
0: parents, their guidance counselors, their teachers. I mean, the whole system stacked yeah, so against then these kids. So what you would
1: want to do, not you personally, but what somebody who doesn't think you're an adult until 30 would want to do is say, okay, not only now can they suggest you go get an $100,000 debt, they can now force you Into a hundred plus thousand dollars debt because you're not thirty yet. No, absolutely not.
0: Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. It's eight fifty five four fifty free free talk live. Free talk live. You can call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. It's Mark with you. And Melanie. 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-FREE. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. Bitcoin.com is your premier source for everything Bitcoin related. Bitcoin.com can help you. Choose a Bitcoin wallet or buy Bitcoin and show you where you can spend your Bitcoin. Places like save at pursecom They just rolled out Local.Bitcoin.com, which is a service that allows you to meet with people and get Bitcoin right in your town. You can read the latest news or engage with the community in the Bitcoin forum. You can learn more at Bitcoin.com. Bitcoin.com is your source for news and and features and everything you need when it comes to cryptocurrency, bitcoin.com. Let's go to Sarah calling in from New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live.
6: Yes, I, I'm just hoping that the Hindu temple that we have here, I hope they uh, start a, a feeding band program because uh, they have those. The Hindu of- temple
0: in New Mexico, I presume Albuquerque. You want them to right. have a speeding program?
6: No, feeding,
0: feeding, 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 feeding. Okay.
6: Yes, uh, <clears throat> yes. So, so um, we uh, the Hindu temple is new. Uh, they never, they never. The Catholics here never welcomed the the Hindu religion. I guess they were always taught that they were a cult. But I really who didn't welcome the, them. The Catholics
0: here. Oh, Catholics. The, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I so, were, that's yeah, what established they, religions so, do. Established religions tend not to believe that other other religions are acceptable.
6: Right. They would they would say that, but the the Mormons the Mormons have many many temples here, and the the Jewish uh, synagogues uh, they have many. Many several of those uh, Jewish organization buildings here. Well, it's not we like you need an a...
0: invitation to to open up a church or a, a religious building. So the Mormons and the Jews just didn't care that the Catholic what the Catholics thought about um, you know their particular religion. I don't think the Hindus probably really cared either. But they, you know, penetration from half a world away is more difficult than from half a continent away.
6: Yeah. So, and then I believe really uh, they used to have a, a like a like a white van, and I think they would do it in San Diego, and uh, they would come out in Honolulu, and they would come out to the park and feed people bet. See, I I believe. See, they believe that the poshado, the food, is addicting because uh, it has a. Uh, they pray over it. as special energy, and and people become devotees just because of the food. I see that. They when think they, that people are going that, to become
0: Hindus because they ate food that was prayed over by Hindus well
6: the 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 Hare Krishnas um so people just ate the food they could and they became devotees and uh-huh. one of the, I mean having the, well, they the they only source
1: of food is a good way to get people to join your organization,
0: but it's not the only source of food
6: well no, it's not, not only food. in it's,
0: it's New food. Mexico. It's
6: food. Well, Sunday, 5 o'clock, Sunday evening. I would go there and they would put on a free feast. And then uh, they would bring out the, the food trucks. And uh, the people that were involved in eating it, they became devotees just because of the
0: food. You okay. Know? So and you're so- saying it does work. All right. I mean, I I'm skeptical of this. It seems like if you just hand out free food, you get the sort of people that want free food. Um, not you know, people are going to necessarily be um, you know devotees to your religion. It seems like they would probably go around. Let's see, the Hindus are doing it on Thursday, the Catholics are doing it on Friday, uh, Mormons doing it on Saturday, Jews doing it on Sunday. most uh, all.
1: That's what people did in undergrad. They just eat lunch at whatever church had free lunch that day.
0: Yeah. But
6: you know, you know, I I I kind of scoffed at it. What she told me is that they became devoted just because they ate the food. I said, oh, please. I said, oh, please. But see, they put the food underneath a picture, like a deity picture of a god. They ring a bell, and they pray over the food. And I believe that there's a special energy that goes and touches the food, and people become more conscious towards that religion. The more accepting, but I don't see. But you don't. You, but it's hard to swallow that. Well, they say that it, it's been kissed by God.
1: I mean, or it could just be that if you hang out with Hindus once a week, you're more likely to become, to become a, Hindu a Hindu than yeah. somebody who's never met
0: one. I guess that means that they have, uh, you know, better stuff to that they're talking about, more interesting stuff than you know the the places that these people were going to get food. Otherwise, if that's the the case, Sarah, it's very interesting. Thank you for the call. 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-free. I don't see much of a question there. Should churches be allowed to hand out food? Obviously. Um, you know, does it, does, is, is it a recruitment tool that works? Probably. Some point. But, you know, I don't know exactly what or how. So, anyway. 855-450-3733 got this uh we we're just talking about the article here where uh people don't become adults until they uh reach their, their 30s according to brain scientists uh at least uh, here at the BBC here uh, I'm not entirely sure I um agree or disagree but I think it's it's very interesting
1: I'm not entirely sure they even have any credentials whatsoever
0: Well they're the BBC they got some credentials No <laughs>
1: the the brain scientists, scientists yeah.
0: Another one here I've got, this one just amused me. Apparently in some online Twitter screed, share uh, while I guess attempting to demonstrate that men um, should have their bodies controlled by the legal system in the way that women do, called for a law ensuring that men must be circumcised and show papers. Or for other evidence we'll call it
1: there's no requirement remotely like that for a woman though in this country
0: not in this country but you know basically if you decide that um you know abortion laws affect a woman's body as opposed to the body of say an unborn child then any ridiculous statement then makes sense
1: yeah but like kicking your pregnant girlfriend down the stairs is also illegal well, so that's equally kicking your girlfriend illegal.
0: Down, kicking your girlfriend down the stairs is illegal. Are you saying that it's additionally illegal?
1: In a lot of states, yeah. yeah a lot of states is. have feticide laws for unwilling, you know, abortion upon an unwilling woman. They can't call it murder, but you're going to jail.
0: Yeah. Well, um I kind of think that that's the the not just going to jail. Bad, bad, bad things are going to happen to you. I I tend to agree with this uh, the statement. However, um, you know, I don't know. I I certainly don't get as worked up as everybody else does about this particular law. It seems like to me abortion laws are just, uh, well, they're genocide committed by the liberals on the liberals, the poor on the poor, and the um, you know, below average intelligence on the below average intelligence. But anyway, just when you thought Hollywood couldn't get any further from reality, Cher reminds everyone why most actors and actresses should stay out of politics altogether. Um, Left-wing pop icon Cher suggested in a recent social media post that women create laws over men's bodies like banning the use of Viagra and giving the death penalty for those that use massage parlors. Republicans believe they've got God-given right to dictate what we do with our bodies, she exclaimed.
1: The prostitution is already illegal, what is she talking
0: about? Well, it's not the death penalty. 855-450-3733, it's 855-450-FREE, Free Free Talk Live.
6: If you want to move to the free state, and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great. PorcupineRealEstate.com
0: Free Talk Live. You're welcome to call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. The number is 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-FREE here on Free Talk Live. I do want to ask you for a favor. So we are using this new channel called Twitch, or it's new to us, right? (laughs) I guess new compared to Free Talk Live. We've been around forever. Uh, But if you go to twitch.freetalklive.com, it's a way that we can stream high-quality HD video of uh, Free Talk Live. And it's a way for new people to find FTL. If you go to twitch.freetalklive.com, we're trying to reach this uh, promoter status or some some new status, and we need a certain number of viewers for the whole month. So if you go there and you just open up the browser window at twitch.freetalklive.com and keep it open. Whenever your computer's on, just keep that browser window open. Then you're helping us out because we're getting another viewer there, and that's how we need to do this. So twitch.freetalklive.com. That's twitch.freetalklive.com. Go on here reading uh, Cher's Bizarre uh, Tweet Rampage. Women must make laws to control men's bodies. No Viagra, Rogaine, testosterone, all men must be circumcised and show papers, or, well, it begins with a P, and um, it would be the evidence that you were circumcised. To prove it, massage parlors punishable by death. Men take the pill. It, I, when I was uh, single, I would have loved a pill for the men.
1: Yeah, most men who um, would be in a position to have that problem have told me that I've talked to have told me that. They would like for that to be legal now. Thanks, please.
0: Yeah, that would I would love a, a pill for men. Earlier this month, she suggested that President Donald Trump supports uh, supporters of child molesters and wife beaters. Well, uh, why is Trump always PR man for villains? 72-year-old asked, why does he uh, cow-toe kiss butts of dictators, child molesters, murderers, wife beaters, anti-Semites, white supremacists, haters of all skin, not lily white? just sounds like a politician frankly
1: those didn't even sound like sentences
0: well it's twitter it's not really sentences
1: okay so you have the character limit all right
0: yeah the character limits twice as much now so it used to be like 144 maybe it's 288 or something 140 280 i don't know it's gotten more anyway i just thought it was kind of amusing this screed and it shows how unglued people have become over this particular president and I think that this new Mueller report has probably sent some of these people – well, we read we read articles here on the air that there were people who were staying alive to hear the Mueller report, that they were trying to hold on to life itself. Old people just waiting for the Mueller report to come out so that they could find out that Trump was going to be impeached and they could die in peace. And what's it like for those people today?
1: Well – they might be dead.
0: Uh, they probably died of uh, disappointment. Um, I, I'd like to see the statistics on how many people died uh, shortly after the Mueller report was released. There's a lot of deluded individuals that are just hanging on, thinking that this Mueller report is somehow going to, well, there's there's something hidden in here. It hasn't been released yet. We don't know. We don't know. It could still happen. Um, that amuses me. I'm I'm not the biggest Trump fan in the world. I didn't vote for Donald Trump. It's not my guy by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm not going to get all bent out of shape. It's just amazing to watch my friends, especially on Facebook, just every time. I mean, Facebook's been around long enough that I can see this. When Bush is in office, the Democrats are going bananas. When Obama's in office, the Republicans are going bananas. Now Trump's in office, well, frankly, Both of them are going bananas, but half of the Republicans and all the Democrats are just going nuts. No, ladies and gentlemen, no, no, ladies and gentlemen, you are not going to see a Democrat elected in 2020. That's a prediction. Admittedly, it's certainly not gospel truth, but I mean, you know, it takes so it really takes something for this to occur under, I mean, there's only been very few instances in recent history that somebody didn't get two terms. In the one case, you had Jimmy Carter. Now, he had a terrible economy. Trump does not have that. And in the other case, it was George Bush uh, Bush Sr. And he had a third popular candidate running against him. He had uh, Ross Perot. You're not going to have, at this point, there is no third popular candidate on the horizon. You know, The The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, is not going to be running as a Green Party member. <laughs> That's what it would take, to my mind, is it would take somebody with name recognition that...
1: Well, and that would split the Democrats anyway, but...
0: Well, they would have... First, they would, they would have to be... The only way that Trump's going to lose in 2020 is if somebody like Dwayne The Rock Johnson gets the Democratic uh, nod... And he's probably not liberal enough for a lot of Democrats out there. And uh, the the funny part is is that they've got all these different liberal Democrats vying for the slot. This is going to be – the liberals are really shooting themselves in the foot. And when I'm saying the liberals, I'm saying that on purpose because Democrats aren't necessarily liberal. But there's a large, powerful contingent of Democrats that are liberal. And those people are going to run – they're going to finally get their candidate – in a year that they cannot win, making their uh, whole run unimportant and they're going to, you know, that well, that's going to be used as evidence that they that liberals can't win. Well, you can't win anyway, this go around. So um, Bernie <laughs> running at, what is he, 89? I have no idea. Um, you know, that's not, Elizabeth Warren. The, the list goes on and on of these uh, highly liberal candidates and they're not going to go anywhere. Well, that's my opinion anyway. If you think you know something different, 855-450-3733, it's 855-450-FREE. I'd love to hear it because I'm certainly not right all the time. And, uh, you know, I mean, I I feel bad for these folks. In many cases, they really get whipped up. But, uh, you know, Trump isn't going to just go away as much as you want that to happen. By the way, if he did go away, then you get Mike Pence as president. Is that a win? Melanie, tell me about this, uh, This apparently the story that uh, New Zealand had some kind of gun confiscation site, maybe information or something on what to do with your gun and that it's been uh, taken down because they got too much trouble on it over yes. the years. So
1: after the shooting, which was blamed on the U.S. somehow, in New Zealand, a guy shot up a mosque. And so New Zealand was like, well, hey, you can turn in your guns if you want. Um, just fill out this form online and tell us, you know, things like how many guns you have, what kind, and you can turn them in. And we're not going to confiscate them yet, maybe, but, you know, you can turn them in if you want to. So a bunch of people, I know that some of them were from the U.S., but a bunch of people turned in trolling forms because it wasn't like password protected or anything. You oh, just yeah. Go fill out. Is anyone with Internet access could just go fill out one of these forms? Uh-huh. And so they had that so much that they took down the site.
0: Yeah. I mean, what are, what are they going to do? How they how are they going to prove that somebody filling out the site is from New Zealand? I and mean, that's not going to work.
1: Yeah. So this one guy um, wanted to turn in his military style semi-automatic um serial number can't say that on the air. Uh the caliber of the firearm, it's an airplane so missiles probably.
0: <laughs> <It's>...
1: <laughs> firearm accessories, half a tank of gas and a flat tire. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Just saying silly things and yeah. uh yeah. Some bureaucrat has to go through this and and, and look at it all. I am well. This guy was going
1: to turn in a thermonuclear bomb <laughs> because his wife keeps nagging him to get it out of the garage.
0: Well, I mean you, you want to be able to park the car in the garage. I mean, what, what did you pay for the garage for? To store stuff?
1: I no, mean, or... I don't know what nuclear bombs go for, but I imagine they go for more than a garage is worth.
0: Yeah, I think. I suppose. I don't know what... I mean, who are you going to sell it to?
1: Someone horrible and evil Right, now, you know, I, I don't know.
0: So who's willing to pay for it? Because the government's just going to come in and take it. So that's the problem with having a thermonuclear weapon is there's nobody to sell it to. 855-450-3733. 855 855- Four fifty free free talk
5: live. Free
0: talk live. You can call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. The number eight five five four five zero three seven three three. 855-450-FREE. You can also call us using the Discord lines. Go to discord.freetalklive.com. You can get the app there. Or you can just look through on the page. I don't think you can call through on the uh, web browser page, though. You have to get the app to do that. It's best to use your phone, but uh, the, the Discord will use the data aspect of your phone and put together a much better quality call than just a regular telephone line that uses the copper, the old copper system. Just not going to work as well. That's discord.freetalklive.com. Melanie, we were reading this article that apparently the New Zealand government was putting up a website to help people give their guns away to the government, and turns out some nasty Americans that like guns went and trolled the bejesus yeah, out of Yeah, and so
1: they specifically said that they don't know that they were Americans. I know on the internet some of the people who did this. I don't think <laughs> that any of, them are, any of theirs are on here. But, but yeah, this guy... Wants to get one of a B61 thermonuclear bomb.
0: So he's trying to turn His, in a th- thermonuclear weapon. Pretty yes. clear he doesn't have that.
1: Yeah, and then he said, I'd be more than happy to drop it off. Just <laughs> let me know where you want it. Explanation point.
0: Well, that's not quite a threat. <laughs> it might close. be in
1: New Zealand. I don't know. <laughs> right?
0: You never know in New Zealand.
1: <laughs> a, a phased plasma rifle? I don't.
0: That's probably from some uh, particular genre of, uh, yeah. of uh, um, you know science fiction. Yeah, and
1: they wrote a poem in the firearm accessories.
0: The p- just wrote a poem. Okay, yes. well, it's nice to have a poem. Is it uh, a lewd poem? It's like a,
1: um, I'm not. There once
0: was a man from Nantucket. Sure, <laughs> I, I
1: I I feel like it is, but I'm not sure.
0: Okay, how do you know if a uh, h- h- how is it that you don't know that a poem is lewd?
1: I, I mean, I could probably say it on the radio, but I I feel like it's alluding to things. I'm not sure.
0: Well, if it doesn't use the naughty words, then let's give it a shot.
1: Okay. Um, firearm accessories. This guy listed big iron on his hip. Big iron, big iron. Oh, right. he tried to match the ranger with the big iron on his hip. Big That's iron. got
0: to be a uh, a a song song lyrics. All right. <laughs>
1: Um, this guy uh, type military style semi-automatic model poop flimming gremlin <laughs> firearm accessories grid pod with the bipod thing <laughs> tactical red laser <laughs> sight mark red dot bungee, <laughs> bungee cord sling
0: that does so what that's lampooning there is is that uh, <sighs> Those that are called liberals – I don't even know what term uh, to use to uh, describe everybody out there. But let's just use the term liberals. It's its uh, its one that has it – are often scared of black rifles. The same rifle with a wooden stock is less feared yes. than the than rifle. Than the
1: safer flame retardants, <laughs> quotes assault rifle.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's a marginal, only the most marginal of uh, safety uh, had. But it's really just an appearance. It's like saying – red cars run over more people so they've got to get rid of them that's silly everybody knows yep. it's silly so um you know when you're come when you're thinking about these these rifles out here military style that's the terminology that they're using these days um, you know a military style rifle well just because it's black and has rails that you can put accessories on does not mean that it's military style
1: yeah leftists are racist towards rifles
0: yeah. They, they
1: don't like the black ones, uh oh, also so. he wants to turn in a molamle port cover
0: molan labe come and take it what port cover what is that
1: I don't know and i I don't know if it's even a real thing okay uh an s m w with a <laughs> type of caliber the big boy fitty cal.
0: <laughs> well, um, I guess it doesn't surprise me so what was the the result here? They pulled the whole website down because too many people were sending uh, silly things to them.
1: Yeah, so then they said apparently, a number of people outside of New Zealand, I don't know how they determined that or if they did, weren't too thrilled on the idea of gun control, websites being blocked or people being arrested for simple possession of a video. Others are directly reporting that to the prime or directly reporting that a prime minister is a thief and reported it on this form. Furthermore, some online have poked fun at the website's first sentence after the registration is complete because they misspelled submission, although I don't know if that's
0: I don't know what ... Is that the article that misspelled submission, or is that the uh, No, the
1: the New Zealand website.
0: Okay. Well
1: But I don't know Even if it's originally in English, sometimes when you go into foreign websites, things get not how they originally were.
0: Huh. well, I haven't had that experience.
1: And so the article goes on, how are they going to handle these firearms the same way they did in Australia? They're going to confiscate and destroy them. Don't look for the New Zealand police to cradle the guns with white gloves and place them on feather filled lace pillows. That was oddly specific, but OK. <laughs> the attacks on the website are a public act of civil civil disobedience by gun owners. I don't know if that counts as this um, if you're across the planet. Most of whom in the United, most of whom are in the United States. Judging by the entries above, that's a stretch, but okay.
0: Well, I mean, I kind of feel like I'm hearing uh, people from the U.S. trolling people who believe that they're somehow. Well, so this is the other thing I think about New Zealand. The U.K. had some success getting rid of. Stopping gun gun crimes by outlawing weapons. Now it's a it's an island. It makes it a lot easier to do that. Much harder to outlaw firearms on say the North American continent where there's more guns than there are people. Probably two guns for every person. Like outlawing guns here just means that you have a bunch of illegal, like a bunch of illegal guns um, in America. You're not going to get rid of them. Whereas on New Zealand where yeah, maybe they don't have as many. They've done a better job of tracking them throughout the years and that kind of thing. It's going to be easier to get rid of the guns, whatever it is that they have. Now, when you look at England, for instance, just because they got rid of guns doesn't mean they got rid of violent crime. It, they didn't stop crime. Violent crime is up in London. Viol- yeah, so
1: now you can only defend yourself if you're strong, physically stronger than your attacker, right. which you never are because you don't pick your attacker. They pick you.
0: Right, that's it's uh, that, always a difficulty. Um, sometimes weaker attackers go after stronger attackers, but a gun can change the odds in those uh, circumstances. and I'm I, I, like that's the thing. that's what you have to look at It here. The old saying is, "God made man, Sam Colt made him equal." What you're saying is is that some little hundred pound lady can't protect herself anymore against the rapist, because you're scared of the guns. That's what you're doing. You're taking guns away from people who may very well need them. And that's sad. It's a tool. the, The crime is what should be illegal here, not the possession of a weapon. Possessing a weapon does not harm anyone using the weapon on somebody, threatening the weapon, threatening with the weapon or something like that, now we're talking. But if you can't show harm, you can't show crime. And you know, until we learn that, we're just never going to be able to live together. We're just going to keep on incarcerating a bunch of people. Here's the sad truth. It's the sad truth. Whatever gun law you pass is going to be used in a racist fashion, ladies and gentlemen. More people who are ethnically disadvantaged – are going to be arrested, charged, and incarcerated for longer for every gun crime you pass. You may hate white men, but those crimes won't be used against them. They'll be used against people who are of other ethnicities. Happens all the time. Take a look at the statistics on felon in possession. Right now, we have a class of people who are disallowed from owning weapons. Take a look. And see what the, uh, the 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 conviction rate is. Felon in possession, you will see disproportionately it is black men. It doesn't say that any of those people harmed anyone with that gun. Maybe their son.
1: If conv- they did, then they would have been charged with that.
0: Absolutely. Uh, maybe their son was, uh, you know, suspected in something. The cops come through. They search the house. They say, "Whose gun is this?" Uh, you know, Dad says it's mine. And well, Dad's a felon. That's it. Going to jail. That's how these laws work out. Sorry, it's the reality. You don't have to like reality, but you don't get to create a new one out of thin air. Well, we should have a system that's fair. Sorry, that's not how this crap works. Not fair. You taking somebody's gun away that hasn't hurt anybody isn't fair either. Stop with the fair crap. Fair doesn't exist. Check your hopes and dreams at the door. This is the Church of the Painful Truth. Freak Talk Live.
6: such a beautiful little puppy. I mean, we walk around the block and neighbors always say, her hair is so beautiful. Healthy and shiny and glossy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh.
1: Fatty acids, omega-3s,
6: and omega-6s are great for healthy
1: skin and soft, shiny coats.
8: I would really recommend people starting their puppies on Dynavite before they get into what I would call the misery index. Bad skin, bad ears, bad breath.
6: Because if they're getting all their vitamins, micronutrients, microbials from the beginning, then you're not going to run into the problems associated with the allergies, grass, pollen, dust, Dirt, fleas, ticks, you name it, and the itching and shedding down the road.
9: Our vitamins and enzymes replace the nutrients cooked out of most commercial dog foods. Dynavite for life. This is Ed Lukasevic. And
6: Cindy Lukasevic.
9: Inviting you and your pets to Dynavite.
6: 859 428 D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot com.
5: Free Talk Live.
0: it off the third hour of Free Talk Live. If you're listening to Free Talk Live and it's between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time anywhere in the world, any day of the year, you can call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. It's Mark with you. And Nani. The number is 855-450-3733. You can go to discord.freetalklive.com uh, to, to call in that way. We've been across the board tonight between the Mueller report, uh, millennials valuing politics over sex, um, people not being adults to their 30, New Zealand gun site getting trolled. It's been pretty much everything. Everything's up for debate at this point here on the Monday night edition of Free Talk Live. I've got one that I've been kind of holding here. This is written by uh, somebody who I, I sort of know professionally. I think it's a it's a great story. Parents are fed up with their school choices. There's a quiet exodus from mass schooling. Parents are fed up as mass schooling becomes more restrictive, more standardized, more far-reaching into a child's young life. Many parents are choosing alternatives. Increasingly, these parents are reclaiming their children's education and are refocusing learning around children, family, and community in several different ways. I love how I throw in this term, community. So I was listening to NPR today, and you heard government school teachers on there crying about how students are going to charter schools and getting better educations. Like, seriously, people whose job it is to educate students were crying about how students are going to other places and getting better education. Now, they had stopped calling their uh, stuff public school. They were calling them neighborhood schools okay. It's not a neighborhood school. I mean, it may be in my neighborhood, but that that would be the only thing that would make it a neighborhood school. The idea that you, your school is forcibly funded through a monopoly and still manages to fail against schools that have to compete for your kids' business, your kids' education. They don't like that competition thing. They were actually complaining about the competition too.
1: Actually, as actually really sad so if i have a product that is zero cost to the consumer and then there's a competitor a competitor that charges you money and i'm still losing my product must really suck
0: in many cases these charter schools the parent doesn't have to pay anything either so they get like a voucher or something but the voucher is often a third or a half of what the kid would get, if like what the school, the government school would get for the kid. And don't forget every kid that goes to the government school is now learning disabled because basically they've come up with a system for calling every kid um, learning disabled or whatever and getting them, you know, some kind of aid or something to drive up the cost of an individual kid to the given municipality. These terrible education systems, I mean, you know where the, the crappiest school in town is in 90 something percent of the cases, the worst school in in a given jurisdiction for a given grade. I'm willing to say ninety nine point nine, but, you know, that's just me making up a statistic on the spot. Uh, I'm I'm certain I would bet it that it's 90 plus percent of the worst school in a given jurisdiction for a given age, given grade is the government school. And they're there crying about funding. The teachers, who are educators, by trade, should be delighted that kids are getting a better education. But they're not. It's because a government job takes some takes the joy out of whatever it is that you wanted to do, takes the passion out of it, and turns you into a bureaucrat. I, I That's the evidence I see. The teachers who manage to stay passionate and excited about their job, I applaud them. But... Ones that say they want kids back who are getting a better education at a charter school, those teachers stink.
1: And different job benefits are going to attract different people. There's jobs where you can put up with some risk, and if you're awesome, you'll get paid a lot. And then there's jobs where you just have security. And people who are good at what they do do not tend to flock to the jobs that offer the most amount of security. That's just not how life works. So...
0: Why should we have jobs that offer security if they attract the sort of people that are not passionate about their work that do not, um, you know, that aren't going to, that are just going to mail it in. They're going to put put in the least amount of effort possible to stay employed. Do we want those people? I mean... I mean, surely, I don't want it regardless. Surely there's somewhere that those, those people could be passionate about their work and that that would be better for them. But... Offering them well, it
1: wouldn't necessarily be better for them because if you're just like I want, you know, a thousand dollars a month, and I can just you know pay my rent bill and not have to care. If that's you, then yeah, you want you you know that might be what you want. Like you want that security. Is it good for the products? No.
0: Well, um, I I think I think that productivity is the thing that we're looking for here when we're trying to do stuff and. Poor productivity in the educational marketplace results in poorly educated kids. I don't think that uh, we as consumers would want that. Let me go on with this. With back-to-school time upon us, this is, like I said, the article's just a little date, more than 2 million U.S. children will be avoiding the school bus altogether in favor of homeschooling, an educational choice that has accelerated in recent years um, among both liberal and conservative families. While homeschooling for religious freedoms remains an important driver for many families— uh, 2012 data from the National Center for Educational Statistics reveals that the main reason for homeschooling is concern about the environment of other schools. I mean, can you blame a parent for keeping their kid in from a government school? It's likely in their neighborhood. It's the only choice that they've got. Well, it's
1: not the only choice you've got if you live in the U.S. There are some countries where that's the only choice you've got. The U.S. is not one of those countries.
0: Well, how far do you have to say that a person would have to drive in order for um, the the, the well, choice? Well, hopefully,
1: either. most of us aren't driving to our living room, so it's not no, the only choice you got. Uh, right,
0: I'm saying the only choice you have other than homeschooling. I mean, I just said homeschooling. Does there, it any surprise they pick homeschooling when a government school school is? Oh, the it's only the choice. only
1: other choice. I mean, yeah, you, well, you could still do one of those online academies that they well, that is so
0: homeschooling. Low.
1: That's debatable. It's at home. Yeah, but you're you're not teaching them yourself. There's somebody else's curriculum. Sure. They take these other... Atten- no.
0: Well, if you're staying... It's
1: preferable than public school or even than, quote, private schools, but...
0: If a parent stays home with a kid, then as far as I'm concerned, it's homeschooling. You know, I don't... That's the broader category of homeschooling. There's lots of different ways to do homeschooling. You don't need to be a college professor to do it. Uh, basically, the curriculum's Most there. Most of the
1: teachers aren't college professors anyway. Are qualified well, to be at least. Yeah, A
0: lot of them have masters but even if they've uh, got a bachelor's a lot of people do not feel qualified. They've been told their whole lives that there's this uh, curriculum called early childhood education and that somehow this is magic. Ladies I, and gentlemen it is not magic.
1: I in my psychology, one of my psychology classes there were two or three people who were taking edu- who were education majors Yeah, and the curriculum for the education majors so like I would have to take, you know, biology and either physics or chemistry, and then I'd have to take history. And what for
0: what degree was this?
1: Uh, this was for accounting.
0: Accounting. You needed biology for accounting. All right. Yes.
1: And but for them, they had math for education majors, science for education majors, and one of them was like asking me for help for her classes, and she was just like. Really not with it, but then, which which was bad enough, right? Like, you're in an undergrad, a lower-level undergrad class struggling. That's concerning about you as a human being. But then she would show me the stuff that she was having to do, and it's like, okay, so we have to, you know, take algebra and algebra 2. She was, like, adding fractions. I'm like, and this is fractions. the equivalent <laughs> class in the the, like, this is what counts for algebra 2 for you, like... I was this amazed is ridiculous. in
0: high school they had an AP calculus class, right? So you could get college credit for taking the calculus class in high school. But how many college students who pay for a college class are actually ending up in calc? I mean, the engineers are, but very few others are going to take a calc class. Why does it have to be up to that? Why not the algebra class? Why not the algebra two class? Why not the geometry class? Each, all of these are college level classes, but they don't give you that credit. 855 450 3733. Am I too hard on the United States educational system? 855 450. Free as in freedom. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It's the live. Monday night edition. Uh, it's Mark with you. And Melanie. You can give us a call here at 855 450 3733. It's 855 450. Free reading an article about how homeschooling and charter schooling are increasing here in the United States. But let's go to your phone calls. Doug calling in from Illinois. Doug, you're on Free Talk Live.
3: Yeah, I want to let you know about an issue happening here in Illinois that, uh, you know, being the libertarian program. I thought that it should be covered a little bit more. Okay. Uh, We had a a four-year-old girl having a birthday here in Chicago. All right. And um, Chicago PD broke down the door. Chicago City, okay. Yeah, and they end up uh, doing a wrong raid again. According to WBBM-TV here in Chicago, it will be the uh, 12th raid that they're aware of. Only that they're aware of. They can't get Chicago PD to hand over the documentation about how often they've actually had it happening within an 18 month period. They're they're continually doing it all the time. They're getting the wrong property and they're 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 doing property damage, they're frightening the hell out of everybody, you know, and uh, according to the mother, they held the the child at gunpoint. They had her at gunpoint. They were dropping the F-bomb all over in front of a 4-year-old.
0: I hate that. You know? I really do. L- l- law enforcement agents of the United States, we pay you well enough that you can watch your friggin' mouth. Hey, these are the people that pay your paychecks, whether they have to or not. You don't come out of your mouth like that if you think you're a professional. You are a law enforcement professional because you get paid. You can save right. that potty mouth stuff for the bar afterwards.
3: Uh, evidently, they told her she want. Evidently, she told the cop, the one cop. I'd like, I'd like to look at the warrant. And they told her, you know, f you, we're going to haul you off to jail too. And they, they got her cuffed. You know, and they pretty much threatened
0: her. Yeah, the idea that they walk into a house without showing somebody a warrant. When they did the raid on Free Talk Live Studios three years ago here, the FBI in conjunction with uh, uh, state and local law enforcement officials, they showed that warrant before they walked in the door. They showed it to everybody. I came into the studio while they were here and searching. I had the the warrant presented to me at the door. They weren't going to let me in. I said, this is my place of business. You can't keep me out. Go ahead and shoot me. We'll be talking about it tonight on the radio.
3: I mean, uh, the, the thing could be that they're they're getting the wrong property. They're damaging the hell out of property. Well, if they're you do enough raids, it, Doug, you're going to get the opinion, wrong
0: property, right? I mean, that's right, right. really a problem with ha- too many raids.
5: I mean, it's I mean, a problem opinion, with be, reading addresses. It can be a violation
1: of the Fourth Amendment. I mean, if,
3: if if you're not getting, look, they they if if you're not sure that you're getting the right property, then you don't need to be doing the raid. They're you sure get enough the wrong property. There should be there should be accountability you know what I mean there should or be some maybe, kind of accountability
0: what kind of accountability would maybe, you suggest
3: maybe maybe deduct the money from the pension of the guy in charge of the commander and put that money toward uh, repairing the property and paying the family back that had the wrong rate happen. I sure assure you that if that should happen they'll make sure that they get it right every time you know what I mean
0: yeah, I think that um, you know, there's there's a lot of pension funds there. You probably should de- delve into all of them because there'll be, you know, there'll be some big costs when you when there's a pool from which to draw funds, you can believe the lawsuits will begin rolling in. So, um, yeah, I think people should be responsible for their actions. When police officers are responsible for the mistakes they make, then they're likely to make fewer mistakes. That's kind of how we do it here in America and around the world is you're responsible for the mistakes you make. Oh, unless you're dealing
3: we Right. We are dealing with a tyrannical entity, and people really need to wake the hell up. We have authority without accountability. And, you know, part of the problem can be that, you know, you have it happen in an area where you don't live in and you don't really give a damn. Well, it will eventually happen. We're having it happen more and more and yep. more here in Illinois. You know, and it will eventually make make it out further out of Illinois, you
0: know. Yep. But, if you say, well, it doesn't really matter because it's happening in Chicago or it doesn't really matter because it's happening to a family that's not like my family. Are you say any of those things? Don't expect anybody to feel bad for you when it happens to you. Ultimately, by the way, this stuff just this is just the training ground. It keeps coming. There's 80,000 raids in America every year. And many of those are on the wrong residence.
1: Yeah, whoever By you the, don't like, they're going to run out of them, yes. and then they're not going to stop doing raids. They're just going to move on to the next group, which is kind of what happened in St. Tammany, but it, that's how it works. In,
3: in, uh, in conjunction with that, with what happened, we had a off-duty cop, off-duty, off-duty cop killed here in Chicago, and they found the people that did it right away, when the majority of the people who get shot in Chicago— they never find the perpetrator they yeah. never find the guy that do it doing the shooting but man a cop if, even if it should be an off duty cop that they're able to you know they worked overtime to catch the people that did it they're they able figure to figure it that out right oh,
1: yeah cops don't really yeah. do investigations what
3: yeah what about was... a detective that should be
0: well that that was the hard realization that I got in high school when I uh, had my motorcycle stolen um you know like my dad went around with uh, drove the neighborhood later on that next day found my motorcycle in somebody's backyard and we reported it and got it back. But the police weren't going to do that. Now, I'm not saying on a property crime that they necessarily should but I believed up to that point for the 16 years that I had been on the planet, I believed that police officers handled law enforcement and investigation. This is what I'd seen on TV. The the this this uh, you they know like
1: go to crime scenes with cameras
0: and propaganda. Right? And they stuff. took like, they know. took uh, they, they they take fingerprints and find out who did it. Come on, this stuff doesn't happen. They don't do investigations generally, but when it's one of their own, Doug's right. That's when the investigation machine will really kick we, in. And
1: then maybe for theft and you know other petty crimes maybe that shouldn't be a free subsidized service but then get out of the way and quit pretending like you're the one in charge right, i had
0: no idea i mean if somebody would have said you know what you should do son you should get on your bicycle and you should ride around this neighborhood and i'll bet you you'll find your motorcycle it probably didn't go very far
3: we've had children killed in chicago we've had children yeah. i'm sure that you've heard about it we're like the murder capital of the region and they would never put in the type of effort to find the murderer of a child, like they put in to find the murder of the off-duty cop. Uh, a good you know, friend of I mean, mine
0: runs uh, from Chicago, runs a golf course here in New Hampshire. He um, had sponsored a kid through high through like from elementary school and middle school and into high school. The kid was doing great; he was getting great grades and all that stuff. Something happens on the way home. The kid ends up uh, from school at some point. The kid ends up dead, and the guy just sort of loses any hope he had for Chicago and Chicagoland and uh-huh. you know that's how it goes i mean chicago may be the greatest city in america and i really do believe that <laughs> now i believe yeah, right. <laughs> it, i believe it was built on hard work um i i believe that uh, as far as chicago it's got this wonderful history but <sighs> So much is wrong with that place. And, um, by the way, some of the best food around. Well, I, so I mean, see,
1: there's an inverse correlation between human rights and food quality. So if so? they have good food, then it must be a horrible place. Oh. And I have yet to been proven wrong that. on that. But, yeah, I mean, just the I fact that you it. can't have like guns, like they're not the best place.
3: I hate it. I feel like I'm living in a tyrannical government. They take more and more of my money every year. I'm pretty much renting my property. Yep. Um, you have everything out of control. Um, we're now publicly funding abortion here in Illinois, uh, you know, through Medi- through Medicaid. They're allowing, you know, like low-income women, and we all have to pay for it. You know, I mean, if a woman would like to have an abortion, fine, but don't take the money out of my paycheck to pay for it. You know, and all the other crap that I'm tired of here in Cook County and Illinois and Chicago. I mean, is there you know, a reason you can't it's time leave. to put the house up for sale. Yep, I am.
0: Thanks for the call, Doug. Thank you. Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. 855-450-3733. 855-450-FREE. Free Talk Live.
9: Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Liquor Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Liquor Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E. And now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Licochops. Buy two, get one
0: free. This is Henry Lukasevic for Dynavite.
6: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com.
0: Talk live. You can call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. It's Mark with you. And Melanie. The number's 855 450 3733. That's 855 450 free. Let me get back into this article here from intellectualtakeout.org about more kids going to charter schools and homeschools than ever before. Beyond homeschooling, an additional 2 million children, by the way, it's 2 million kids homeschooling now, 2 million kids being educated this semester, uh, this fall semester in charter schools, according to the recent uh, U.S. Department of Education data. The number of students currently enrolled in charter schools increased from, excuse me, 0.9 million in 2004 to 2.7 million in 2014, while the number of children enrolled in traditional public schools declined by point. Four million during that same period. Taxpayer-funded but administered by predominantly private educational organizations, charter schools allow parents flexibility in choosing a school that is better aligned with their expectation and their child's needs. Charter schools are often exempt from district policies and collective bargaining agreements that can halt innovation and experimentation, allowing them more instructional and organizational freedom. Demand for charter schools often outweighs current supply, with statewide charter caps, admission lotteries, and long-awaited, long waiting lists, leaving parents discouraged and angry. So, um, when you look at these charter schools, they've got so many different types of them. You'll see the arts and sciences charter school. You'll see the, uh, you know, the ballet charter school. Char- charter schools for everything, and kids almost across the board. Are getting better educations in these charter schools than they are getting in regular uh, government school. That can't be because the charter schools are all doing it better because they're all doing something different. So either A, your kid, individual kids need different types of education and somehow parents can figure that out. It's a possibility, certainly. Or B, government schools are the worst environment to learn anything. That they're dangerous and scary and institutional and run by people who don't care. That, I think, is also a distinct possibility. That basically any educational choice you can make that isn't a government school is the best educational choice you can make for your kid. Now, you know, maybe you're an atheist and the next close, the closest school to your house is... A Catholic school or something. Lots of Catholic schools out there. Um I actually went from kindergarten through eighth grade to a Dutch Reform school. But you'd never know that because the Dutch Reform never taught they just they just call their schools Christian. They don't they don't use any other terminology. But turns out that that's the ministry of the Dutch Reform churches to open up these schools. And um you know, I I maybe that's not what you want to do. There's still homeschooling as an option, people. It's still my wife stayed home from, you know, shoot, the last time she worked at a W-2 type job, she worked uh, before my son was born and hasn't had a, you know, punch a punch a clock kind of job since then. She's worked for Free Talk Live. She's done a little bit of contracting work here and there, but just stuff she can do from the house on the computer. And that's it. Well, because she did that because she could concentrate on the household and take care of the finances that way she was still able to contribute in a way that i would have never we would have never been able to do had she been working 40 plus hours a week uh out of the out of the house um you know she, i credit her with having paid the house off we did that in i think 3 years she did that We had to build the house on credit cards. We built that house and built it on credit cards. And she paid it off on a middle-class income. Mine. And that's because she was cooking all the meals at home. Didn't have to pay all all that money for, you know, stuff to wear to work. Didn't have to have the extra car. Didn't have to do all these other things. And if somebody stays home, they can truly make it make sense. Let's go to the phones here. We have uh, David calling in from New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live
7: yeah, I wrote in uh, the call screener asked me what it's about. It says, uh, this thing of ours, uh, or in Latin, Italian, uh, La Cosa Nostra. um, (laughs) The Mafia? The Mafia. Yeah. Yeah. And it's exactly the same business plan. Your government and the Mafia are exactly the same thing.
1: Um, That's not true. The Mafia provides Mm -hmm. some services, according to what people who have lived under the Mafia have told me.
0: So which services are we talking about? I mean, you know, they run numbers. Well, the government has a lot. of
1: um, Security, but like actual security, not just, you know, indiscriminately shooting people well, under the guise of security.
0: I don't think. I, I, and I, I find believe they
1: also uh, sell some drugs that are the drugs that they say they are. And you know, you so the cor- casinos. When
0: you've turned the corner to defending the mafia, Melanie that's when you've gone uh, the, the step too far. i got to say. I'm not
1: defending the mafia. I'm just saying there's a difference between an evil organization that has some products and an evil organization that only blows up people.
7: Go ahead, David. Yeah, so, so, yeah, point, point taken. And you know, to a degree, I, I – uh, <clears throat> to a fair degree, I agree. The, well, you're talking about the education thing as being uh, ineffective uh, to corrupt somewhere on that scale. And then you were also talking about, what was the other thing you were discussing just in the last, because it's tied in, oh, the cops, because that's tied in too. You know, cops out, out there, they individually, one by one, there are guys and gals in there that are you, you, you have the right thing in your heart. However, you're being used, whether you know it or not, you're being, your force has been built um, as the, the, the enforcer, just like the mob has enforcers. You're the enforcer for the boss uh, that is our government. Whether you know it or not, and I I I want you to know it, so you stop doing it. Don't stop being a tool. Uh, for them, as an enforcer, <clears throat> and um, well, in a lot of cases, uh,
0: you- police understand that they're a gang. I mean, they'll say it. Um, he, you know, it's been caught on video over and well, over they again. They ran police... an
1: ad in one jurisdiction that said, "Think you're in a big gang? Our gang is bigger than you. We have twenty thousand members or whatever." Yeah, something it is.
0: like that. I, right. I remember so, the uh, the police union uh, in I think it was Denver during I think it was a Democratic National Convention in maybe twenty twelve. Um, their their motto was, "We get up early to beat the crowds." Um, I mean, right. So, yeah. so
7: anyway, you got to you, you need to educate those cops that they're being used because there, there are some of them that don't know they're being used as a tool.
0: Yeah. Uh, There's lots of good people in the police. Yeah, lots I, of good teachers. Yeah. too. I don't
7: see
1: how that's possible. So then that all that really means is that I'm not the person to do that because I don't mm-hmm. see how you don't know. Like, you know what a cop so cool. is. You lived here before you became a cop. I don't know how you don't know what a cop is. So I don't know what it is. I need to explain to you.
7: Right. Well, maybe somebody else who does understand it can can explain that. To yeah, me probably a good idea. That yeah, that's
1: probably not the <laughs> thing are... for me to do. Honestly, um, and I mean, I'm not trying to be smart about it, but like I, different people are good at different things. We and all I have would our roles. Fail right? hard <laughs> right. at that.
0: You can be busy yeah, trying to yeah, explain anyway, to people how the mafia is as more used than the government. <laughs> yeah,
7: I, I wasn't suggesting that Melanie take on the whole task. I'm talking to every anybody yeah. who's anybody and everybody who's listening. But but anyway, they're they're the enforcer for your government, which is a racket. And in your schools, you're you're talking about whether people should be educating at home or you, What you should be doing is you should be boycotting uh, all government education. Uh, and and uh, because the the educational institutions have been used not to educate, so that there are skilled doctors, lawyers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, they've been used in order to find to, to sort out as a as a sifting system to find those that are willing to join the mob and to play by the mob rules, the government mob rules. That's what that's what they're doing. That's why, like, this this Stinger case, you know what I'm talking about, right? Stinger? Singer, the, the, the dude that has oh, yeah. four decades, right. Rick Singer. Yeah, the has, guy that's uh, setting it up so money. rich
0: people can go to uh, rich people co- colleges.
7: Yeah, so that they can go to colleges uh, uh, to, get, to get the degree and to be uh, ruled in instead of ruled out. To be one of the power elite, you know, it's not it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, That's I didn't know that that was money. a secret.
1: That was the surprising part of this
0: case to me. Yeah, that was the amazing part of that case to me too. Was is that uh, anybody was surprised that somehow rich people have a fast track for getting into places like Harvard and Yale? Um, thanks well, for the call, are, David. Appreciate people. it. I gotta let you go. Um, 855-450-3733 By the way, Tom Woods, great libertarian podcaster. He went to Harvard and doesn't seem to have, uh, you know, opened the doors necessarily for him. So you also got to believe the right things. Free talk live. Free talk live. Final segment. I want to give uh, special thanks to our amplifiers who uh, make Free Talk Live possible. If you go to amp.freetalklive.com, like Juggalo Joe did. became became ill silver amplifier there. You can support Free Talk Live. We only use the money to advertise, market, and promote Free Talk Live. There are some perks. There are some good reasons to be an amplifier, but I think the best reason is, is you support the ideas of Liberty, and you think that Free Talk Live is a good avenue for spreading them. At $5 a month, you, I don't think your Liberty dollar can go any further than the AMP program. AMP com, Excuse me, Amp.freetalklive.com. Thank you to the amplifiers. Thank you to Juggalo Joe. Let's go to John in from Kentucky. John, you're on Free Talk Live. John. Hey,
8: guys. Uh, Yeah, I'm here. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, I'm in a kind of a rural remote area, so I may lose you. I'm driving currently. I had a couple of comments. First was about the charter schools. Um, I've actually... You had some comments about, you know, schools being crap and public school system kind of being, uh, I guess, shady, and lack, lack of a better term. And um, I'm, I've am i been out of school for about 25 years, and uh, I've got teenage children. And uh, it really blows my mind every day, the stuff that they come home and tell me about. It. You know, teachers making comments about certain things. And um, in a recent class reunion, I was talking with some of my other classmates that have children the same age. And, you know, we when we were in school, we never knew the political affiliation, uh, religious affiliation, sexual orientation, or anything of any of our of our teachers. No, nope. you know, we always had speculate. We always had speculations
0: about. I'm I'm the same age as you are, and I would agree with you 100. percent I didn't and, know any of that and stuff.
8: And, and every damn week, every week when my kids come home with something, it's something about this teacher's an atheist or this teacher thinks Trump's stupid or this teacher thinks Hillary Clinton's a cow or, you know, I, I get tired of my kids hearing that crap at school. They should go to school, and get an education, not to listen to somebody's personal ideology or who they went out with on the weekend or who they were drinking beer with. That's none of my kids' business. Yeah. When I was and, in third grade, and,
1: I knew that my teacher got mono Yeah, and I know and, how
8: she got it. Cause she told us. And, and you know, it, it seems like it's it's, Every, you know, week that um, a school teacher, you see it on TV where they've done something stupid on Twitter or, you know, they're sleeping with a student or,
5: oh God. you know, yeah. something
8: like that. And uh, I think that that's been a big decline um, or a big reason for the decline in our school systems and especially our public school systems and, and why they have such problems in, in keeping um, uh, students and losing students to homeschooling and private schools and things like
0: that yeah it's it's no surprise though that uh you you get this place where you've got these these kids that are forced to be there all day long and these these people come in with their ideologies or whatever and they want to spread it well i mean that's kind of the definition of what a teacher is is a person who knows something who wants to impart that information Uh, i'm not saying i support it i absolutely don't but and i i tend to agree with you but, I, I mean, I, it's just kind of the probable, almost certain future of a uh, centralized government education system. I mean, right. you know.
8: second thing I wanted to talk, speak about was a caller, um, a couple of callers ago, was talking about police officers. I'm actually a police officer. I've called and talked to you guys uh, once or twice before. Thank you, John. Um, and. A couple of comments about about what he had to say, and this is and this is nothing against him or anything, but there are those of us out here. Um, I actually work for uh, a county sheriff, and there are those of us out here that that know what our oath was, and know that there are certain things about our job that we don't agree with. Um, and I will I will say that I've been a quiet three percenter for about the last ten to twelve years. And my ideology about my job and how I approach my job changed quite a bit um after I spent a week in New Orleans in two thousand five after Hurricane Katrina.
0: Was that when they were confiscating the, uh, all the guns?
8: Yep. And saw some of the stuff that federal agencies were doing to citizens. Um that really that really gave me a, a good wake up call. Um and at that point I was uh I was glad that we were leaving. Um after Seeing some of the things that were going on, our, our uh, supervision and management decided that we needed to go home. And um, I've, I've been proud to say for the last 20 years that I've worked for uh, county sheriffs. And uh, I have chosen to work for county sheriffs just because of the nature of, uh, of their um, statutory powers and uh, basically because their they're constitutional office. Um and, and the way our uh office is set up as a sheriff. Um, I have chosen not to be a part of a state police agency or a city police agency just because of the fact that they're uh you know, they're they're just basically a contract. That's why they're there. Um yeah, but I, I will say that. I'm glad uh, you've been thinking about as, this,
0: John. Yeah.
8: As far as as far as what that that gentleman had to say about um officers being uh gangsters and stuff like that there are those of us out there that um that know what civil liberties are and uh, as far as that's concerned i do keep a copy of pocket constitution above my uh visor in my vehicle just so number one i don't forget it and number two if anybody ever challenges anything i could show it to them got well. it right there if it's not
0: yeah. if it's
8: not laid out right there then we do have a problem thank so, you john appreciate uh, the call but i wanted to just wanted to add a few comments and uh, tell you guys that I like listening to you guys and uh, um, you know keep up good work. I really appreciate y'all getting the message out there and making sure everybody understands what, your, uh, what their liberties are and everything like that because that kind of goes back to the schools because I, I try to burn that in my kids' head because they are definitely not getting that at school on what their rights are and what they do have to do and what they don't have to do as a citizen.
0: Thanks for the call, John. So, all right. Thanks, guys. Let's go to the Discord lines. Got Gene, Gene, the Christian anarchist, calling in on Discord. Gene, you're on Free Talk Live.
9: Hi, yeah. Uh, quickly, I just got out of a meeting uh, with the group here, a Liberty group in Memphis, and they had a gal speaking from. Uh, she's a Falun Gong person from China, and is that some, that's gave- some
0: kind of religion that uh, outlawed by the Chinese government, right?
9: Yeah, it's basically just a, you know a meditation kind of thing and some basic rules to live by. Yeah, but well, that's the kind Chinese of government is. found that there was more of them than there were Chinese uh, Communist Party members, so they made it illegal. Okay, she went, she went to prison and was tortured and all this stuff. But I, what the point I'm trying to make is, after being to China all those times, I recognize that what she says is very realistic. I mean, this is what a oppressive government will do to people and the torture that she described was just horrendous and i you know i can only say that the thing that's keeping us from not being there is the private ownership of firearms and we must never ever give up this right um you think that that's yeah. the
0: firearms that are keeping us free because i've always oh, wondered about this 100
9: sure of that because the only thing that stops the genes from doing us all more than they are is the fact that they might get gooned back yes yeah, so they don't want
1: even if we wouldn't win that war they don't want to get shot at because the individual cop still knows he can die Gene, from bullets Gene, the
0: audio's bad i'm gonna let you go thank you
1: an individual cop still knows he can die from bullets even if he thinks he can win the war. So that is still a deterrent. If you're if there's going to be a war and you're going to be a frontline sh- soldier, you're more hesitant to do that if it's an actual war and not just walk in.
0: Okay. Uh I mean, I I want to believe that the second amendment is what secures the all the rest of them. I really do. Well, I- the
1: second amendment is just, you know, a statements it's the fact that the guns are actually there in reality that is what secures anything
0: i just don't see um I, I see that this nation has become less free over time and generally a second amendment person will not disagree with me on that statement and that those that believe in the second amendment and have guns do nothing about it step by step and time by time after there's time
1: there's a point
0: though yeah there may be a point and I, I think it's, it the, also the it it's the boiling frog. It's the boiling frog thing. So they
1: can't do it all at once.
0: I'll give you that. Uh, like they, they just can't crank it all the way up as quickly as uh, as they would like to, because, well, um, you know, the, the frog is at least armed. If he's if he's not cognizant, if he's not aware, if he's not paying attention, at least. He's armed, I guess. I don't know. I, I I've been skeptical of this. Um, I'm skeptical of a lot of things when it comes around to uh, you know, people and their, their their claims around guns, but you know, I I, I I get it. One one thing's for certain. You wanna have one if somebody tries to break in your house and you wanna be able you wanna be able to, to defend yourself. I mean, look at things in Great Britain. They're trying some somebody suggested one of their government bureaucrats suggested putting uh, Uh, Tracking chips on all the knives. I mean, how would that work?
1: It would work that you have a whole bunch of knives with holes in them. Yeah. And just a pile of tracking chips in my kitchen drawer. (laughs)
0: It's been Free Talk Live. It's Mark with you.
1: And Melanie.
0: Check us out at freetalklive.com. Check out our Telegram channel. You can see all our show prep there. It's telegram.freetalklive.com.
5: This is Michael Dean from the Freedom Fiends. I've run websites since 1996 and have used over a dozen web hosts in that time. AgoristHosting.com is the only one that hasn't broken my heart. Agorist Hosting's uptime and service is stellar, and their DDoS mitigation is the best I've seen. That's important because if you tell the truth in this world, you'll ruffle feathers. And some people will try dirty tricks to silence your voice. No matter what the haters hit us with, Agorist Hosting keeps our websites online. If you have a mission-critical commercial presence or a world-changing activism site, you cannot tolerate any skullduggery. So go with agoristhosting.com. Have a WordPress or blog site, but you're not satisfied with performance or uptime? Or just want raw hosting? Want to pay with Bitcoin? Agris Hosting specializes in high-performance hosting with personalized service. Go to agoristhosting.com and click on the button that says Get Hosted. That's AgoristHosting.com.